The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to School of Miracles Radio with your host, Heather Scavetta. Have you ever wanted to communicate with a loved one in spirit? Here, you will learn how to see, hear, and feel as mediums and psychics do. Everyone can learn how to communicate with their spirit team of guides and loved ones. No previous experience is necessary. Come with us as we enter a beautiful world that you never knew you were a part of. Now, here is Heather Scavetta. Hi, everyone. So glad that you tuned in. So I would just like to recap from last week. Um, For people who uh, didn't uh, connect with me in the last episode, which was our first episode, um, that I have been on a a grief journey, that I lost my teenage daughter in a car accident, and she reached through to me from the world of spirit to teach me how to communicate with her. And through these interactions, uh, I continue to teach others how to do the same. Uh, I just wanted to mention that not everyone has to have had loss to be able to do this, to want to do this. Indeed, you don't need to have had a tragedy in your life to be brought to this. Everyone here is searching for peace Uh, searching for meaning in their lives, searching for a reason why they're here. And when we sit in meditation and reconnect to the truth of ourselves, we see meaning there. We see a connectedness with each other, with the spirit world, with our true home. So for those of you who haven't suffered loss, please feel welcome on this show also, and I thank you for tuning in. So last week, I talked about meditation, and just the act of sitting and being still and quiet is so important to open up those spiritual centers, because in the world, uh, we are too busy. Our minds are too busy, full of thoughts, And it's difficult to hear spirit talking to us. But when we're sitting and being still, that's when we start to withdraw from the physical world and those spiritual senses become heightened. Just like if uh, someone lost their sight, it's well known that their hearing becomes better because one of their senses has dimmed. Uh, When we sit in meditation, we withdraw uh, using our physical senses. We withdraw from um, hearing with our ears, seeing with our eyes, and feeling with our body because we're sitting and we're being still. So all that quiets, all that goes away, 
And so what starts to happen naturally is the invisible world of spirit starts to show themselves to us. And we start to open up our spiritual sight, open up our spiritual healing, and start to be more sensitive sensitive to, um, to energy. Uh, when I first started, I couldn't feel energy. I didn't know what that meant. So I started to, through meditation, start to be more sensitive, um, little uh, buzzings and feelings and kind of like pinpricks and things like that started to uh, come alive. And so these are the types of things that will happen when you sit still. Something that um, is very important to the process of discerning uh, communication from the spirit world is noticing our thoughts. Indeed, our job here is to be awake, to be aware. When we just go along our day-to-day, we're busy, 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 uh, we don't notice um, all the thoughts that are going on in our head, and it really is chaotic in there. And so that's what's so great about meditation is because it's a relaxed focus, we start to clear away a lot of those thoughts that really aren't necessary and really don't serve any purpose but to keep our minds busy on things that really don't mean much. And so everyone receives thoughts. Did you know that not all of your thoughts are yours? I didn't know this. I just thought the thoughts running in my head were all me. Uh, Some of them are from the spirit world, uh, gently guiding you. Some of them are from your soul, um, prompting you to maybe go in this direction or that direction. And some of them are from your loved ones, from your angels, your guardian angel, uh, higher beings of light. Uh, So when we have so many thoughts going on, Um, How do we know uh, which thoughts are whose? Well, the first thing we have to do is notice the thoughts that that we have. To be aware, oh, I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking of that. And so um, last night I was um, sitting and thinking about the show today and what I was going to say, and I had a lot of thoughts going on in my head, and many of them were repeating over and over again as I was kind of practicing what I was going to say. And what I notice, just through being aware and paying attention, is when I start to think too much and I start mulling over a thought over and over and over, I get a high-pitched whine in my right ear, And I'm sure most of you have experienced this where you get that really high-pitched whine and you don't know where it comes from. You're going to go, that's weird. Well, I never knew what that was, but it's what I noticed for me anyways is to get my attention. It's like, do you realize what you're doing? Stop doing that, you know, because I was just kind of replaying things over and over again and not really getting anywhere with it. So next time you have that high-pitched whine, Maybe just pause for a moment and think about what was I just thinking? You know, was I worrying about something? Was I stressing out about something? Um, Was my mind way into the future or into the past? 
Um, and so it's kind of like a reboot, uh, getting your attention to be quiet and maybe let that go. So when people come to me and they first start out on this spiritual path, uh, especially women, I say to them, your first step is to notice the thoughts that are going on in your mind and to notice all that negative self-talk that is going on. And women, you know, we're famous for that. Um, We're very uh, hard on ourselves, and the culture really perpetuates um, that we, you know, are to be perfect. Uh, So those negative thoughts that are going on in your mind, how, you know, maybe you're not pretty enough, you're not thin enough, you're not smart enough, um, you don't have this, you don't have that, all negative self-talk, that has to stop 100%. It is useless. It serves no meaning whatsoever. And we think by um, doing that negative self-talk that we're being humble or, you know, we're, we're putting ourselves last, putting everybody else before us, whatever that reason that we do that. Um, you know, I say to people, when you walk into a room and you're being very negative in your own mind about yourself, nobody knows that you're doing that. Um, and when we walk into a room and we're very positive and we're talking to ourselves very lovingly, no one knows that we're doing that either. So I say, why don't you ditch the negative self-talk and take on the positive talk uh, on the step to really loving yourself unconditionally. So that very first step on this clearing out the thought process is to get rid of all negative self-talk. It serves no purpose whatsoever. And so something else that I wanted to talk about when we're talking about the thought and mind and meditation is when you were born into this physical world, you, you were first in spirit and then you took on this physical form. When you took on this physical form, you also adopted the ego mind. So you have a split mind. You have a mind that is from source, from God, that universal field of non-separation. And you also have a part of your mind that believes in that separation, that we are separate from one another, that we are bodies. Um, and that we are just physical, not spirit. And so your ego mind very much comes into play when you're trying to meditate, and especially when you're just starting out. So can you notice that your mind is split? So you have God's mind, and then you have the ego mind. Now the ego mind, we're very aware of that mind. That is the mind that is constantly giving you thoughts of what you need to do, of where you need to go, and you're constantly thinking, 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 thinking. That's the ego mind. And that ego mind wants to be busy 24-7. So when you sit in meditation, that ego mind starts up in a big way. And we'll start to give you all kinds of thoughts about shopping lists and errands. And I can't sit still because the house is dirty and I need to do housework. Or That's the ego mind talking. And that ego mind will 
you know, put up a bit of a fight when you try to sit still, especially for the first time in those those early practices. Um, and the ego mind will um, come into play. Uh, so what I say to beginners especially is you've got to give that ego mind something to do because if you don't give that mind something to do, it will keep giving you thoughts. So what we do is listen to a guided meditation tape or a CD and listen to the voice Visualize what the voice is telling you to visualize, and that keeps that ego mind busy. It, you're giving that ego mind something to do. Some people, what they do is they tap their fingers or they focus on their breath. That's keeping that ego mind busy. That's why it's so difficult when you first start out just to sit in silence because the ego mind goes crazy. So let's give that ego mind something to do and listen to a guided meditation CD. And that way you're focused on something. That ego mind is busy doing something. And some people make the comment that I feel like I'm really busy in my meditation because I'm so busy visualizing what the guided meditation is telling me to do. Well, the truth is you're really not that busy because in your everyday life, you've got a thousand things going on up there. When you're listening to a guided meditation, you're really just doing one thing. So when you sit in meditation, you are doing two things. You're relaxing as much as you can and focusing your mind on one thing. And that's why people talk about washing dishes as a meditation, driving as a meditation, doing one thing as a meditation, a walking meditation. Yes, there are all those kinds of meditations, but when you're working at opening up your spiritual centers to communicate with the other side, you really need to get rid of all those activities and just sit and be still. Until such time as you've had so much practice that you're able to apply it, in different situations, and that will come with experience. But for now, we're just going to sit. So what I'd like to do is to lead you to an actual meditation and just kind of walk you through the process. I'm not going to do a meditation for you. I'm just going to talk about the steps that you need to take, and we're going to do that right after the break. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. 
Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, and welcome back. So I was just about to take you and talk about the process of starting uh, meditation. And I know that I have some viewers who already are meditating, and sometimes it's just good to hear this again. But also, I know I have some viewers who are a little skeptical, who maybe have tried meditating before and didn't have much success. I hope that you'll bear with me and listen to the process, and perhaps it'll take some of the pressure off. Now, I've heard a lot of people in my classes, people who have come to me for guidance, and talked about their problems with meditating. And some of the problems, you know, may be these. For instance, you don't know how it's supposed to be. So I remember when I first started to meditate, I sat and listened to the guided meditation CD, and I had no idea what to expect. I just remember hearing years ago some kind of meditation about the breath. That's all I knew. And so already people from the spirit world were communicating with me, but I didn't recognize how it would come. And so for a long time, I thought I wasn't successful, but I actually was, and they were already communicating with me. So I had to go on a journey to figure it out for myself what these colors meant, what the feelings meant, the emotions I was having, and the pictures that I were seeing. I was seeing. So I want you to, if you can, and I know it's difficult because I definitely had high expectations at the beginning. I wanted it all right now. But um, enjoy the journey. The journey is the point, not just the destination. You will get to the destination when you're ready. So not knowing what to expect, uh, that definitely can hinder your meditation because you may be sitting there and thoughts come in and right away you get frustrated and you think, why am I having thoughts when meditation is about no thought? Well, first of all, that's not true. You will always have thoughts. Thoughts will always come in. But in time, with experience, you'll be able to recognize 
what thoughts are the ego's thoughts, as in, you know, I need to do some housework, and what thoughts are spirit that's working with you. And right away, what I advise people is to just set aside all doubt, because doubt will really hinder your process too. Just set aside all doubt and know that if you're having positive thoughts in your mind, that's from spirit. And if those thoughts are negative, that's your ego mind talking to you. And that's a very simple way at the beginning of sorting it out. Because spirit will never give you negative thoughts. They will never give you uh, feelings that are uh, negative. They, They just won't do that. So when it's coming from spirit, from that high source, they will always be loving and supportive thoughts that will come in. And that's one way to discern that it's coming from spirit. The other reason why people have difficulty sitting still is because when your mind starts to calm, there's that fear of the unknown that you're sitting with yourself, that perhaps you may have to face some issues that you've been ignoring or or setting aside by being busy in your life, and we all do that. Uh, also, there's the fear of change. When people start meditating or they start this spiritual journey, they think, oh, I'm going to have to give up everything. I'm going to have to walk barefoot. I'm going to have to give all my money away. Or maybe uh, I'll have to change my religion or change my beliefs. And that can be very fearful for people because generally people don't like change. But I would imagine that if you're trying to meditate or you're embarking on this journey that you're stepping into and embracing change because change will come and it will come in a good way. The other thing that hesitates, uh, people hesitate uh, to meditate is they're worried about the world of spirit and what they have to share with them. They're worried that spirit will judge them, that spirit will tell them they're not good enough or that they need to do this and they need to do that. I will tell you that the spirit world, um, love is is non-judgment. So loving spirit will never judge you. They just won't because that's not what love does. So don't worry about judgment. The other thing is, is the world will always give you a million reasons why you can't meditate today. That's what the purpose of the world is, is to distract you from your real purpose here. So understand that you'll have to make meditation a priority in your life. And once you really get into the hang of it, you're going to run to meditation. It's going to be a tool. You're going to want to go home. You're going to want to feel that love, that support. You want to get out of you know, the rat race of the world and just, just be calm and, and, and feel that support from the other side. It, it is a tool for rebalancing yourself. But when you're first starting out, there's always a reason why you can't sit and meditate. So understand that. And you may have to make it a priority. I know that my husband and I did. We would just say, we're going to meditate now and everything else has to wait. So... I want to just uh, take you um, at just step by step of, of how you're going to do this. 
So I touched on this briefly last week, but just, uh, just, you know, just some short points I want to share with you. So from last week, I said to find a place in your home, preferably there's a door on it so that you can close the door and uh, keep the noise out of the room. Tell people you're going to meditate. Ask them to be quiet if you live with other people. Take the phone off the hook. You might want to put a note on the front door. Do not ring my doorbell. Uh, Anything that can disturb you, you should uh, make sure that it's, it's put to bed. So you go in this room. Now you may prefer to sit or to lie down when you meditate. It doesn't matter. What I say to people is if you're the type of person that falls asleep really quickly, you may want to learn sitting up. Uh, I'm the type of person that takes me a long time to fall asleep, so I meditate a lot lying down. But it doesn't matter either way. And I said last week, you don't need to cross uh, your legs in, in a weird position or hold your hands in a weird position. What you need to do is relax the body. So let's say you have a special chair in a special room with the door closed and you go to sit down. So you have your guided meditation CD whether you're listening to on your with your earbuds or you have a CD player, doesn't matter, but you need some type of guided meditation to start. And I said last week that I have one available for download if you go to my website, The Swing, and it will guide you on this uh, journey to connect with spirit. So here we are sitting and we've got the CD playing. And so you're just going to close your eyes. Not tightly, just gently. Just close your eyes. You're just sitting in your chair and the CD starts. Now, we talked about thoughts and thoughts are energy. So our spirit world and loved ones hear all our thoughts, every single one of them, again, without judgment. And so you can talk to the spirit world in your mind and they hear everything you say. So when you pray, it doesn't need to be out loud. It can be in your mind. And every time you sit in meditation or you sit in to connect with spirit for one purpose or another, I would urge you to start with a prayer. And the reason is, is because the prayer uh, does, um, uh, well, a, a prayer has three components. The first part is it addresses who you're talking to because It's a huge spirit world, and there are many types of spirits on the other side. And so you want to talk to the highest spirit. And so you're going to address in your prayer who you're talking to, why you're sitting. That's really important, too, because there are many people who have meditated for many years, and they sit in meditation with no intention. Um, It's kind of like... The spirit world's like, okay, they're sitting in meditation, but we don't know why they're doing this because they haven't given us permission to communicate with them. Uh, they're, they're just sitting and relaxing, and that's perfectly okay. So it's important that you set your intent of why you're sitting. So it can be as simple as you want your loved ones to teach you. You want your spirit spirit team to show themselves. Whatever that intent is, you need to say that in your mind to them. Give them permission to come in and work with you. Again, I talked last week about free will. They don't want to step on your free will without your permission. So you're going to ask them to come and work with you. And the third component of a prayer 
is to say thank you. Because we know before we formulate it in our mind, God knows our heart and is already in the process of answering our prayer. So who are you talking to? Why are you talking to them? And thank you. And in my classes, I always start with a prayer and I say it to the the group that I'm teaching for them. But I also tell them that my beliefs may not be your beliefs. The spiritual journey is your own beliefs. It's it, You don't have to take on other people's belief. It's what makes sense to you. So as I share my prayer with you, please keep that in mind because if you have different beliefs and my words don't mean anything to you, just set them aside. But I've also known that this journey is about speaking your truth and the prayer that I say is speaking my truth, what means something to me. And so if you don't have a prayer to say, you may want to say my prayer. And eventually, when you start to get to know yourself a little bit better in meditation, you may change the words, you may add some, you may subtract some, because a real powerful prayer is one that is said from the heart, that you mean it when you say it. It's not about copying somebody else's prayer and just saying the words. There's no meaning there. Just say something from the heart. So I'll just say this prayer for you. Almighty God, in whom I lay my trust, fill us with your light, surround us with your love. I ask that you send your angels of protection to watch over us and to protect this process. And I invite my loved ones, my spirit helpers and guides, ascended masters and those beings of the highest light and love to be with us now to help us with our healing, understanding, and growth. And I pray that the highest and best be served for all involved. Thank you. And that's the prayer that I use. I also have another prayer that I love, which is, Hi, it's Heather. And that just seems so vulnerable to me to speak to God, to say your own name, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. And so if my prayer doesn't resonate with you, of course, say your own. But please, when you sit and you connect into spirit, can you start with a prayer? And so here we are sitting with our eyes closed. The CD is playing. And we've said our prayer. Now you're going to take three deep breaths. A breath in and a breath out. And even though I'm just briefly talking about the meditation process, please don't do this if you're driving or you're doing something that needs your attention. So you're going to take three deep breaths. And what that does is it helps the body to relax and you really start that relaxation process through the physical body, taking those three deep breaths. And then you're just, just going to breathe normally. Just breathe in and out like you always do. You don't need to do an exaggerated breath for this kind of meditation. There are many kinds of meditation, but this is not the one I'm teaching now. 
And so you're just going to breathe normally. Some people talk about breathing a little bit deeper into the deep belly. And you know that you're doing that when your stomach rises and falls, not just your upper chest. But don't worry about that either. Just breathe normally. See, if you're exaggerating your breath too much, that's where your focus is and you're not focusing on the guided meditation. So just take the three deep breaths and then just breathe normally. And so now that we've taken these three deep breaths, I'm going to finish talking about the meditation after the break. And so stay with me, won't you? And we'll go back into that meditation process. Thank you. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. Okay, so before the break, I was just taking you through the, uh, a meditation. So the, the meditating process. Um, so we're in a room now. We're either sitting down or lying down. The guided meditation uh, CD is playing. We have uh, set our prayer, uh, set our intention of why we're sitting. So perhaps we're sitting because uh, we, we want to learn uh, uh, spirit communication we want to get to know our spirit team and loved ones. And we've taken three deep breaths to relax the body. And we are just breathing normally now. See, everything that you are, that you have, is already there to do this. You don't need any special uh, tools or processes. It is who you are. What you need to do is let go to just relax, let go of your expectations, 
let go of any tension, and just really relax all parts of the body. In my CD, I lead you through the process of relaxation. And when you're first starting out, it is so important. Um, When I was learning how to meditate, I had, of course, huge expectations. I want to see my daughter. I want her talking to me. I want to know who my guide is. All these kinds of things, huge expectations. And that really got in the way of me relaxing. And so I just had this knowing inside that I needed to relax more. And the following week, I was at my, uh, my teacher, my meditation teacher, and she said, you know, Heather, you got to relax more. And it's like, you know, I knew I had to do that. So I, when I was first learning, I needed at least 20 minutes to calm down and to relax. So for some people, I'm just talking about a formal meditation, Um, each day. For some people, they only have half an hour. Um, I like to sit for an hour because I I still um, like the process of relaxing and letting go and not worrying about the time. But you have to do what's right for you. And okay, so now we're in the room, okay? We're meditating. We um, are just breathing normally. And If you hear any outside noises, I want you to just say to yourself in your mind, all the sounds blend into one. So you're not picking apart what's happening outside or any exterior noises that you might hear. It just kind of blends into the background. And it's amazing with that intention, how that works, to just not bring your mind to to any disturbances. Um, So... Don't be rigid in your body or your mind. Just allow your mind to flow. Don't worry about the thoughts coming in because, as I said before, thoughts will come in. That's what happens. And the other thing is, is please set aside all doubt. Try not to be skeptical as you're sitting in this meditation process. Because I used to say things like, am I meditating? What's happening here? I can't do this. What's going on? Just forget about all that. Again, that's the negative self-talk that I talked about before to get rid of. Just sit and allow it to happen. You're not going to make huge leaps at the beginning. It is a process. It is a practice. And it will come quicker than you think, but maybe not overnight. Can I say that? Because they're working on you. They're doing so many different things to your body. They're, you, your body is being filled with a new energy and there will be changes. Uh, when I first started meditating, I had all kinds of weird sensations. My heart would race. My breathing would change. I would feel emotional. Sometimes I felt very heavy. Other times I would feel very light. So just because you're feeling weird sensations, don't let that stop you from progressing for for um, meditating because that happens. In time, a lot of that will start to dissipate. Uh, A lot of my students talk about pressure in the third eye, which is the center of your forehead, or a band going around their head. That really is because that third eye, that spiritual sight, isn't quite open enough yet. And so there's pressure on that. I used to get that too, and I don't anymore. But you, you'll get these weird kind of pressures. Sometimes you may feel a presence in the room. All kinds of wonderful things will happen when you're sitting in, in meditation. 
just trust, set aside the doubt, and trust that spirit is guiding you, that they're there protecting you. You've said your prayer. And so in time, you will understand that when you're meditating, the ego mind has a real difficulty being present and it will lose its power, uh, really power over you, over your thoughts. And less and less, the ego mind will be present in this meditation. It will be just that universal consciousness, God's mind will be present with you. So can you just let that go, that you don't have to fight with the ego mind. It will naturally quiet uh, as you go through this process and as you practice. So I just want to do a little exercise with you to just kind of um, get you more familiar with how uh, a guided meditation may work. Now, usually a guided meditation will ask you to visualize different things. I know when I was learning, I... I mean, how often does an adult imagine things? This is something that children do. And I think it was a long time before I, I had ever imagined anything as an adult. So I had to kind of relearn how to do this. This is how spirit will work with you, is to work with your imagination, will work with your mind's eye. This, when you're imagining a picture in your mind, this is your mind's eye, and this is how a lot of mediums and psychics work. Um, yes, they can see in many other ways, but a lot of them work in their mind's eye. And so let's kind of activate that spiritual sight, that center right now. So if it's safe to do so and you're not driving or distracted with something else, I'd like you to imagine a flower. It could be any flower. And I want you to bring that flower really close to you so it's up close and you're looking at the flower now. And really bring that flower to life. Feel the petals. Can you in your mind reach out and touch those petals? What do the petals feel like? They might feel a little velvety or maybe a little slippery. Maybe your flower has a bit of dew on it. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, can you smell the fragrance of the flower? Can you bring that to life? What does that kind of flower smell like? Uh, being able to smell spirit is also a spiritual sense. And what color is your flower? It's amazing when I do these simple exercises in my classes and I go around the room and people share their experience, how so many people pick different types of flowers, different colors, because you think you made that up. But I can tell you that when you're in that meditation energy, spirit is working with you already and perhaps they gave you the flower. And the flower has a message. So the color of the flower means something and the type of flower means something. So the type of flower I imagined uh, was a rose and my uh, flower was pink and pink is the color of love. Uh, and in the future, I'll be talking about colors and their meanings because when you start to open up that spiritual sight and spirit starts to give you 
uh, objects and pictures like a, a flower and it's a color, they're give, it's a language of spirit and they're trying to tell you something with that, that uh, color. So if your flower was pink, it represents love. Were you able to do that? Were you able to visualize that flower? Because if you could, uh, you're well on your way to being successful with a guided meditation. And if you had a little bit of difficulty with that, I don't want you to feel frustrated because just like anything else, with practice, you're going to get better at visualizing. The other thing is, is I talked uh, a little bit uh, ago about being rigid in our thoughts. You need to make your thoughts flow to let it go, to accept. So let's say you uh, wanted the flower to be a different flower, but another flower came in and you were really kind of fighting with yourself. No, I want this flower, but well, I'm kind of feeling this flower. Can you let what you want go in meditation and allow spirit to work with you? And a good way of doing this is to wait. So if I say visualize a flower, I don't want you to jump right away and put a flower there in your mind. I want you to wait. And sometimes it can be up to 30 seconds, um, maybe a little bit longer. Wait for spirit to give it to you because I will tell you a thought's going to come in. Thoughts always do. And that thought will be from spirit because you've asked for something. So just wait for the flower to come in. When you jump too quickly and put something there too quickly, you're using your own mind, not letting spirit give it to you. There's always that pause, that wait before an image comes in. And that's a good sign that spirit has given it to you. The other thing that typically happens is it'll be something unusual, something that you maybe weren't thinking of and all of a sudden like why am I thinking of that flower that's an unusual flower that's another indication that spirit gave you that and so all flowers are a symbol of growth so early on when I was first developing I saw a lot of flowers in in meditation because they were telling me you're growing and you know I was talking about the different meanings of flowers and everyone knows that red flowers mean love as well. Uh, and oftentimes they give you flowers as um, you're doing a good job, as a celebration as well, and as an expression of their love to you. One of my favorite pictures that I got in meditation was, you know, my daughter was very girly, um, very cute, uh, loved cute girly things. And so when she sends me images and meditation they're always extremely cute and one of my favorite ones early on was I was seeing this elephant coming towards me and it looked a lot like you know maybe Dumbo uh, kind of cartoonish as I'm looking at it in full color but the elephant is coming towards me and I could see there was something in the elephant's trunk and as the elephant got closer and closer I could see that there was a bouquet of flowers in the trunk and the trunk lifted up and this elephant handed me a bouquet of flowers. And as the elephant walked away, it was kind of swaying its hips back and forth and its curly little tail. And it was just an adorable image that I'll never forget. 
And here she was offering me a bouquet of flowers, saying, you're doing a good job, keep going. Even though I felt I had a long way to go, spirit will come in and they will encourage you on this journey. So please don't be frustrated if you're not seeing anything yet or you're not feeling anything. It does take time. But please practice every day at the beginning. And of course, you have to really want to do this. You have to have that heartfelt intention that this is important to you, that you're making this a priority in your life. Now, I'm just going to move on to something else after the break, uh, an experience that I had the other evening that I'd really like to share with you. So we're going to go to break right now, and please stay with me, and we'll continue. Thank you. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, The time really has gone by, and I really wanted to get this in. Because I really encourage you to email me your questions. I would love to answer them uh, in this format. So I had uh, uh, Jean uh, send me an email. And her question was, uh, what is intuition, inner voice, conscience? Uh, Is it the divine speaking to us? And interesting that I had, uh, I give channeled life readings. I connect with the council who helps you with your pre-birth uh, planning before you come into this life and um, people sit with me for these readings and receive guidance from them maybe the next step to take or what it is that they need to acknowledge and I had this email last week and then I had a reading a couple of days later and of course spirit um, they're always amazing and works in such such uh, 
interesting ways. They answered this question in this channeled reading for this other person. And so this is a clip from a channeled reading, and I just want to share it with you. So we're talking here about what is that inner voice? What is that deep down inside? So this is the channel. Can you experience the difference in the thoughts? So this is the council talking to you, okay? They're saying, can you experience the difference in the thoughts? So when these feelings of the ego, you call it, come forward, can you see how it has no root? It comes in and it goes out and has no place to stay because indeed there is no place for it. There is no foundation. So the thoughts, they go here and the thoughts, they go there and it really has no meaning. Consequently, when you have a deep meaning feeling, it is deep. It is rooted. It goes deeper than what you know. This knowing is the soul talking to you. And so when you have an experience of a thought, can you sit with it? You can experience the thought and you will know from experience which source this is coming from. We have said that when you act on the soul's thoughts, the soul's promptings, you will see much success in that area for indeed the soul is leading you there. And this is part of the path you have chosen. When you lead with the ego, when you lead with other people's thoughts of what you should do, where you should go, of what you should say, this will lead you down a path that has no fruit. And so with experience, you will know. So can you perhaps keep record of a thought about this, about a thought about that, and see with the passage of time where those thoughts are leading you? So what the council is saying is that when thoughts come in that are born of the ego, um, they really don't have a deep foundation. Um, they, they're not very strong thoughts. When the soul is talking to you, when, you're, when they're communicating with you, you have a deeper resonance with it. it goes, it's hard to explain, but it goes really deep inside you, and you just know that this is a profound thought. This, this um, thought has a meaning. And because we don't understand that there are different sources of thoughts, we just think they all don't mean anything, but the soul's trying to talk to you. Your higher self is trying to talk to you, or perhaps it's a loved one, or a guide, or whomever. But these deep thoughts, these deep um, thoughts, they just have a deep root, and they're also more difficult to ignore. Um, sometimes you'll get promptings from the soul and the thought will repeat over and over again and you'll keep getting these repeating thoughts, these positive re repeating thoughts that perhaps you should check this out or go in this direction um, or call this person or whatever. And you keep ignoring, ignoring, ignoring it. When you start to act in that direction, whatever that direction is, um, the thoughts will cease. It's really amazing how that happens. They just want you to go in that direction. So um, uh, as an example, I had a reoccurring thought that I should take yoga. And I had the thought for like two years. And I just kept, you know, putting it down, saying, no, no, no. And then I thought, you know what? Um, I tell other people that uh, reoccurring thoughts are the soul's promptings. So perhaps I should go in that direction. So I started looking for a yoga teacher and it led me to um, 
this gym that I go to that I really enjoy. Um, I didn't really enjoy the yoga class, but I enjoy the other classes. So what I'm saying is don't let the destination deter you. What they're trying to do is just get you to go in that direction. So maybe you don't want want to learn yoga. It doesn't matter. Just start to go in that direction. And I will tell you, I've never had that thought since. The minute I started um, taking a step in that direction, the thoughts went. That's another indication that it was the soul talking to you, that it was spiritual guidance. And so I hope that answers your your question, Jean. I thank you so much for sending in that email. We don't have enough time for more questions, um, but please send them in for next week, and I will try to get to your queries. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me um, this past hour. I know that I've enjoyed myself, and I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to School of Miracles Radio. Please join your host, Heather Scavetta, again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. And remember, you are never alone. Your loved ones and spirit guides are always around you.